The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and add us on Google+. And of course, you can visit our website, sundrahealing.com. We are going to be announcing a secret word later in the show. We know many of you have tuned in today uh, specifically to obtain that secret (laughs) word in addition to listening to our fantastic show that we have coming up. Uh, So this is for the beautiful Rose Quartz Crystal, the contest that we have going on for uh, the next few weeks. So if you haven't entered, please do go to our website, sundrahealing.com. And go to the blog and you will see the Rose Quartz blog posting and that will give you the instructions on what to do. And then you'll have to have the secret word, which we will be sharing later on in the show. It definitely will be worth your effort. Yeah. It's huge. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's very beautiful. So we have a very special guest today. And just before we start chatting with her, uh, we did want to share with all of you that we are now officially... On every livable continent on this planet, we have listeners on all the livable continents on this planet. Thank you very much. It's amazing. Yes, uh, definitely could not have happened without all of you, and we're thrilled about it, and we're very grateful. So keep tuning into the show and keep sending us your feedback. It's so valuable to us. Yes, for sure. Uh, We were talking with Winston Price, who is our amazing executive producer and he said now we just have to get those three scientists in Antarctica to tune in and we've got everybody. (laughs) Now today we have Leslie Johnson Wu here with us and she is going to be guiding us through our journey today as we explore the topic of meditation. Good morning Leslie, welcome to the show. Good morning Leslie. Good morning, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you on the show today. Uh, Leslie, I'm just going to share with the listeners how they can contact you right now. Uh, So Leslie can be contacted by email, lesliejohnston-wu-ep at gmail.com. Also through Facebook, lesliejohnston-wu-energy-practitioner. You can connect with her on Twitter and Instagram at lesliejwu. 
Now, because that sounds like a mouthful, everything that I just said, for anybody who wants to get in touch with Leslie and clarify her contact information, just send me an email, hello at sundrahealing.com, and I will be happy to forward you her contact details. That way you'll know you're spelling everything correctly. All right, Leslie, so thanks again for being here. Um, we have a we have a couple questions that we wanted to ask you. Did you mind if we went right into those? Sure, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. So n- <clears throat> number one says how and why um, did you start uh, incorporating meditation into your life? Well, I found it was about May 2015. Um, I really found myself struggling. Um, I was taking out some anger, some resentment, um, just stuff on the people that I loved, my kids, my husband. And they would ask me why, like, what's your problem? What's the matter? Um, and, and I really just didn't have an answer. I, I knew it wasn't them. I knew it wasn't the things that they were doing to make me feel this way. Um, but I just, I still did not know what was going on. Um, so I decided, you know what, maybe I need some yoga. So I went to yoga and in um, that time I decided, okay, I'm going to try this meditation thing. I've never tried it before. So I took five uh, classes every Sunday for five weeks. And I wasn't sure if I really got anything out of it, but I, I found myself being more calm and I really enjoyed that 45 minutes of just quiet time. Um, and so I was happened to be in the coffee shop next door to this the yoga studio is that, and I found this magazine. It just happened to kind of find me, I think. <laughs> and um, in that magazine, uh, there was a lady in Edmonton here. Uh, her name is Mandy Trapp, and she was running classes of how to teach people how to teach meditation. And right away, I just knew, I'm like, this is for me. Um, and so in June, I signed up, and I took my uh, introduction to meditation, how to teach meditation. Um, and it was just, it just blew my mind, the information, uh, the science of it and everything. And uh, I held my very first workshop, uh, I think it was July, and I had uh, 12 moms who ended up coming to my class Right on. And in yeah, and it was it was amazing. And in that class, those moms were really opening up and saying, you know, they were there for themselves, but they were also there for their kids. And um, I started to realize that okay, I really need to start to learn on how to to do meditation with kids. And Mandy, through lifestyle meditation, she also um, does the teaching of learn to teach kids and teens meditation. Uh, so I became certified in that. And and I can honestly say since May of two, June of 2015, when I started to incorporate this into my life and to, into my kids' life, um, it's just been life changing. <laughs> it's been life changing. Um, just you know, even 20 minutes. I, I'm I'm doing 20 minutes at night. That's when I can find the time for myself, um, and I do it before bed for my kids. And yeah, it's so your kids it, do it with you really too. Calmed calmed us, right? Right on. Wonderful. I got goosebumps as you were talking about the uh, magazine finding you and the calling to teaching and the effect that it's been having on on the families. Right, right. I mean, and it truly did find me because the ad in that in that paper um, was very outdated. It was actually the, a different name that she used to go under. But when I typed in her name, her new information came up. So, yeah, it, wow. like I said, it really did find me. So. A little bit of synchronicities. Love them. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
Now, Leslie, you had mentioned about uh, that the science of meditation, you said, really intrigued you. Could you share with us and our listeners the science behind it? For sure, for sure. I think some people, you know, they struggle with like, okay, meditation, do I just sit there? You know, what is it? But in these introduction to meditation um, classes and the introduction for kids and teens, it really breaks it down into the science, the philosophy, and then how do we do it, right? And um, I myself was really blown away um, by some of the science. Um, And it's just that I think that we generally look at the word stress as a negative part of our life, right? Um, And so because we look at that that stress as a negative part of our life, what happens is we don't even realize that things are happening inside of our body um, when we're thinking that way, right? Uh, So we need, I mean, we obviously need stress in our body to keep us alive. I mean, stress is always... uh, always there. That part of our brain is always there to keep us safe. Um, but the, the truth of the matter is, is that the, the body and the brain doesn't know the difference between a real threat and a perceived threat, right? And so, uh, okay. years, you know, and, that, and that's the part that really blew my mind is that, you know, years and years ago during caveman times, you know, yes, we needed that stress if a saber-toothed tiger jumped out. Um, you know, this caveman is not going to stand there and decide, shall I run? Shall I fight? You know, and think about it. No, these things are happening to the body already, right? Um, But in this day and age, there is a lot more perceived threats um, than there probably are real threats, right? Yes. Um, And so I use, you know, kind of the example of a fire drill. Many of us from the age of, you know, four or five in school, we've been experiencing fire drills. And even though we know that it's not a real fire, there's no flames, there's no, um, it's what is happening to your body, right? You begin to sweat, you begin, your hands start to sweat, you start to tense up, you get ready for action, right? And that part of our brain is actually called the amygdala. So I refer to it when I'm talking to kids as that guard dog part of our body. Um, And what that dog is doing is it's alerting us to, okay, are we going to have to run? Are we going to have to flee? You know, are we going to have to fight? Um, So that it can get us out of a dangerous situation, right? Um, But with meditation, what we can help to do is we can try to get to that more frontal, prefrontal cortex part of our brain. That's the part of the area of our brain where we can make, where, you know, decision-making, wise choices, right? Um, so I often refer to that one, that part of our brain with kids as our, our wise old owl part of our brain. So I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? It just, it really breaks it down. And, and a lot of the kids really like to look at the, you know, oh, guard dog, oh, I have that inside of my brain. Okay, sometimes it's barking. And I like to teach them, you know what? You, it, you can tell it to go lay down. Adults too, right? Sometimes even, even this, even when I go to teach meditation classes and I've done them a million times, or not a million, but quite a few, <laughs> my body reacts to the stress, right? I begin to sweat, my mouth gets dry, um, I, I begin to talk fast, and then all of a sudden I have to tell myself, no, no one here is, is a threat to you. This is not a fearful situation. You know, I start to have to come back to my prefrontal cortex and go, no, everyone here is friendly. They want to learn from you. This is not a stressful situation, right? Um, and learning to kind of be in control of that part of the brain, um, too. But there's one really, one thing I really wanted to share is really neat is 
um, a lot of times people think that, uh, you know, people like monks and, uh, you know, that have been meditating for years and months, you know, that they're the only kind of, you know, people that might get benefits out of meditation. But uh, with technology, there was a study where what they did is, is they put uh, individuals inside of an MRI machine and they actually saw that individuals uh, who were meditating on a regular basis, that prefrontal cortex part of their brain showed more activity and actually grew. Um, so that's the part wow. that, can, you know, that our brain, we might think that people might think that our brain is always the staying the same. You know, once it's developed, it's the same. When in fact, it's not true. We can actually create new pathways known as neuroplasticity and change the way we think, change the way we react to things, right? Um, And we don't have to be, you know, monks who are meditating for months and and years on end. This can be just regular people like you and I who incorporate it into our life um, and we can see that change through the technology of the MRI machine. Wow, that's incredible. I love that. Uh, Leslie, we're actually coming up on a break, so um, I still want to keep going on this with you. So uh, it's just going to be a two-minute break, and I want to just mention to everybody that Leslie does teach these amazing meditation classes for adults and children, uh, and she teaches classes right here at Sundra Healing. So during the break, uh, visit the website and check out the classes that are coming up, and we're going to go through that in more detail later as well. And we'll see you on the other side of two minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sundrahealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sundrahealing.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome Welcome back. back. 
We are continuing with our topic of meditation, and we have Leslie Johnson Wu with us today. Uh, she is sharing her wisdom, insight, and experience into this topic. And uh, before the break, Leslie, we were just talking about the science of meditation and, and how we can actually rewire our brain so that mm-hmm. we can proactively condition ourselves to have different responses to stress. And I just found that was so amazing. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Must be yeah, and, you know, tremendously helpful, especially for children today. Right, right. And, and you know, once, once we start to, um, you know, build and, and, and kind of learn to work from that prefrontal cortex part of our brain or that wise old owl part of our brain, um, it can actually, you know, lower the heart rate, lower the breathing rate. Um, you know, glucose and adrenaline is being released when you're in a stressful situation. So by getting into that prefrontal cortex and lowering the adrenaline and the glucose being released um, allows our organs to be able to work optimally as well, right? Um, some, par- some people will experience things like um, irritable bowel or constipation, you know, things like tension headaches, um, muscle aches, uh, because they sometimes don't realize, just like myself, I used to say, I'm, you know, I'm not a stressed out person. I, I'm, I never feel stressed, but my body was telling me differently. Okay, yeah, I was having headaches more often. Um, once I started to meditate and realized that, okay, some of, this, some of my body was holding you know, stress in these areas, um, it's made a real different, difference physically for me as well. Mm-hmm. Now, Leslie, a lot of people, uh, and you had talked about, um, you know, even how people think about meditation and about the monks and, and people like that who have made, a, you know, a lifetime commitment of meditation. So, along with that, sometimes, uh, you know, we've heard the question about, you know, is meditation a religion? And along with that, you know, who can really meditate? Right, right. I, I get, I do get that often. Um, and no, meditation is not a religion. Uh, many religious groups do use it as part of their practice. Um, you know, and um, but really, you do not. It, it does not have to be part of any sort of um, religious denomination. Um, and it's really just about connecting with yourself, becoming aware of your body, your inner voice, and your soul. Um, so meditation, um, it's just about teaching us in silence to be able to live from our soul and not from our ego, um, teaching us Mm. to live outside, um, you know, to, to live through love and not fear. Um, and, and, you know, nowadays when I, when I talked about, um, how our bodies have that perceived threat more than the, uh, real threats, um, it comes from so many other places, things like social media, things like um, news, things like magazines, right, where um, your, your body's reacting to these things that, they're, that it's seeing um, and may perceive as a threat, right? Um, so with meditation, it's to be able to teach us, okay, how can we look at that situation in a different light um, and not through fear but through love? Um, and when you talk about who can meditate, uh, really anyone, right? It, it can be from anyone from kids to seniors. Um, there's certain groups of people where they're finding it's becoming very, very helpful for them. Um, people who are working in a lot of high uh, medical stress jobs, 
um, that are dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, yes. You know, they're they're starting to realize that getting um, you know getting them to be able to do meditation um, can really help with some of those effects. Uh, I did see a Facebook posting where in Quebec they were actually having our um, police officers start out their shifts. That was an amazing post. Yes, yeah. I was thrilled when I saw right. that. Yeah, right, sure. and I just thought, wow, that is fabulous to be able to, a, a whole organization to be able to embrace it, right? Um, but yeah, students, parents, teachers, um, I, my true passion is just getting them to start young so that we can give them these coping, ne- coping mechanisms um, before they get to those teenage years when maybe they would turn to um, things like alcohol or drugs to try yes. to deal with you know, stressful things that are happening because they haven't learned, okay, what's going on in my body? Why am I feeling this way, right? Um, So that has been my true passion to try to um, get it to teens, get it to kids, get it to parents so that even parents understand what's going on with their kids as well, right? But, But overall, meditation really, really can be for absolutely anyone. Okay, so that's perfect that you said that because what I wanted to ask you next is, how does someone learn to meditate? Right. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's the pro- probably the question I get the most is uh, even in, you know, people, when I say, well, I, I teach meditation, people say, well, oh, no, there's no way I could ever do that. I, I just can't shut off my mind. Um, I, I can never meditate because I can't stop thinking. Even when I go to sleep, I'm thinking. And I actually answer them by saying, you know, well, actually, that's a good thing that you don't shut off your mind because if you did, you wouldn't be alive, right? And so they get kind of surprised by that because I think they think in meditation that you're not able to think at all. Yes. Um, but, but actually, that would be very, very difficult because um, one interesting fact, we actually have sixty to 70,000 um, thoughts per day. And those thoughts are coming in between every one, uh, one and a half to three seconds, right? So you would think even in sitting down in 20 minutes of meditation, it would be impossible to stop that many thoughts, right? Um, So through meditation, what we want to learn is how we can let those thoughts come and how we can let them go. Um, I had an interesting thing. I was teaching a meditation class downtown once, and I was telling them this exact thing. If a thought comes in, just let it come and let it go. I said, if there's any sirens outside, you just let it come and you let it go. What do you you mean? Sorry? What do you you mean by uh, letting go? Letting it go? What do you mean by that? I, I kind of go like a, like I try to explain it to people like a bubble. You know, that thought comes in like, oh, I need to do my dishes at home. I need to do my dishes at home. Instead of repeating it over and over and, and focusing on that thought, okay, that thought come in, I need to do my dishes at home. Just try not to keep focusing on it. It's like a tomato plant. You give it a lot of love. You give something a lot of love, it's going to grow a lot of tomatoes. It's the same with a thought or a worry, right? Right. If you have a worry and you continue to focus, 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 focus on that worry, it continues to grow and grow and grow until it becomes just like the tomato tree or the tomato plant, right? Whereas if you can just try to come back to your breathing, um, and not focus, stay focused right on that particular thought, um, it's much easier for it, to ju- for it to just flow back out, right? Right on. Um, yeah. Yeah, it makes and sense. Like sure. I was mentioning about the siren, right in the middle of the uh, meditation, 
sure enough, what goes by, like a police car or a fire truck, <laughs> yeah. these big, loud sirens coming, you know, and, and all the ladies were laughing after they said, you know, it was so funny because you kind of warned us. We just were like, okay, don't focus on it. Just let it go. Let's just keep going back to our breathing, right? Uh, the other thing I really like to tell people, too, is though you would never sign up for a marathon and then run it tomorrow, right? So meditation is the exact same thing. It's a, it's a practice where you have to, or it's, it's a it, meditation you have to practice uh, for it to become easier as well, right? Um, so you can't just sit down one time and go, okay, well, it didn't work for me, right? No, it, it takes time to be able to build up that practice, even going from, you know, okay, I'm going to go three minutes today. Uh, okay, next day I'm going to go seven minutes. And just working your way up to 20 minutes. You don't want to make it a job. Um, otherwise, what's going to happen? If you don't yeah, do it, you're going to feel Never want to do it. Yeah. Right, right. So you have to incorporate it into your life where it's going to work. Like I said, for me, once I get my kids to bed, I can say to my husband, okay, I'm going to my room. I'm going to do my <laughs> meditation. And I know that that's my safe place and that's my time, Right. Um, so, you know, build the practice that's going to work for you. And really it's about coming down to focusing on your breathing and being able to take those deep breaths from your belly, you know, breathing in your nose, out your mouth to help to calm your body and your mind. Um, and there's many different types of meditation. So the other thing is, is that to learn what meditation works for you, um, so there's guided meditations, uh, which is a bit of a story, and it kind of leads you through, you know, many people might have heard this type of thing where it's, okay, you're on a beach, and you're walking along the beach, and you hear the gulls, right? And and some people prefer that because then they have something to kind of lead them through. Um, other people prefer where it's just maybe some music in the background, some waterfalls, or, um, you know, some wind, where they can just be silent. They don't actually have to have a, a visualization that they have to follow through. Right. So, um, Leslie, with, um, with the guided meditation, I'm just, as I'm listening here, I'm just kind of getting this image. And uh, with a guided, it would almost seem like it would be much easier to, uh, to quiet your mind if you're able to focus on something like that rather than uh, trying to do it yourself. So what do you think of, what's your thoughts on that? Yes, I find, I find many of my students uh, prefer that, especially in the beginning, until they can kind of learn um, to get comfortable with the stillness and the quietness, um, that, to be able to take them through. Now, I, I have had um, feedback from other people where they say, that, where they didn't like the guided because they felt that they had to then focus on what I was telling them. Okay, there's a white house and you hear the goals and they're like, oh, well, I was kind of picturing a blue house and I was <laughs> kind of listening to the wind, right? So right. some people prefer not to have, you know, the detail there. Um, but there's many, many different ones out there. Um, some are more detailed than others. So um, you, you know, finding that one that works for you is, is going to make your practice the best, right? Awesome. Right. I love I love that it's flexible and that people can choose, you know, what works best for them. Now, Leslie, we are at, at another break here. So okay. uh, during the break, uh, I'd like all the listeners to check out the website, sundrahealing.com. Uh, there is a spirit animal message that was posted on there this past week for the full moon phase. So if you haven't seen your spirit animal message, check that out. And we will see you on the other side of two minutes. 
is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out SunderHealing.com. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's SunderHealing.com and click on Your Story. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are talking about meditation today, and we have... Leslie Johnson-Wu, who has joined us. And Leslie, just before the break, uh, you were sharing with us how, uh, you know, anyone can learn how to meditate and that everybody is a little bit unique and, and so we need to find the method that's going to work the best for us. Can you expand on that as far as tools and ideas for us of what we can explore? For sure, for sure. Um, so I was talking a little bit about the guided meditation, which I find people tend to enjoy at the beginning when they're first learning uh, meditation. Uh, another really neat one is uh, a body scan uh, meditation, which takes you through each body part in great detail from the pinky toe over to the big toe, up your right leg. And what that helps to do is just to relax your body completely from head to toe um, by focusing your attention on that body part. Um, and that one can be very, very calming and relaxing and something you can do yourself. You can walk yourself through as well. Um, Other ones are mantra meditations. So mantra is just a mind tool. So it's a tool that we use to help focus on our breathing. Um, So for example, um, some people may have heard of like a so hum meditation. Um, And what the so hum is used for, it's to help if those thoughts start to come in, uh, and they're just flooding in and you're having a hard time just letting them go, it's to bring yourself back as you're breathing in, you think so, and as you breathe out, you think hum. And again, we don't want to focus on so hum, so hum, so hum, because then that takes over that you know, meditation. 
but it's the tool that brings you back to the breathing of breathe in and breathe out, right? Um, so when you find your mind drifting, it comes back to the so hum. And we don't want to use things like the word, you know, white rabbit, because what happens when you say the word white rabbit, white rabbit, as you're breathing in and out, you start to create this picture in your mind of this white rabbit, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So using, you know, using the words like so hum, and, and there's many different mantras out there, um, but it, it's something where you're not going to be putting a lot of thought into it, right? Um, there's mala meditations. I, I like this. I was lucky enough. I went to a, a Buddhist temple quite a few years ago, even before I knew what meditation was, and I was able to make some mala beads. Um, so it's 108 beads. Now, every mala doesn't have to be that. You, you know, some people have it on a bracelet. Um, but what you do is, is it's, a tech, it's a tactile object in your hand where you're able to then focus on each bead going, breathing in, breathing out, moving to the next bead, breathing in, breathing out. Uh, and these are becoming very popular. You know, lots of people are starting to wear them like jewelry as well, right? Um, there's many types of apps that are out there for free. I have three or four apps on my phone um, where, you know what, if I'm on an airplane, I can just plug them in my ears and I can listen to the music or I can listen to the guided part. Uh, many different things on YouTube as well that are free. You can get them on CD or DVD. You know, there's, um, there's lots of different things out there. You just have to find that voice that resonates with you and that practice that resonates, you know, with you. Right. 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 So, Lizzie, I'm curious how um, uh, children would learn to, to utilize this. How would you, are they actually able to, to learn to meditate? Yes, yes. And, and, you know, in my experience in the beginning, it was very interesting because uh, Mandy in our first class uh, at Lifestyle, she said, okay, I want you to go home and I want you to do some homework. So I want you to practice tonight on someone. Well, I chose my kids. I don't, I'm not sure why I went right for that, but, you know, I got them laying in bed. I said, okay, mom's going to take you through this. And I said, okay, you're on the beach and you feel the wind. And my daughter was saying, I don't feel the wind and I don't smell the, you know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, then this is going to be interesting. Um, but I re- soon realized that, you know what, maybe it's my voice. And I started to use these guided meditations from YouTube and, it was phenomenal. They, bedtime now is a breeze because they really look forward to being, being able to lay down and just be still. And I sit there and I can watch their faces and I can just see their eyes and their lips. If it's saying, okay, you, you know, you feel the cool water on your lips. I can just see them like their tongues are moving around their mouth. And um, I find, I really see with my own kids, their ability to be able to calm themselves a little bit easier. Um, and so many of our kids nowadays are, they're in so many activities and so stimulated, right? I mean, even if there is some downtime, the most time they say, I'm bored, I'm bored, right? And <laughs> so they want an iPad or they want some, a TV show, something to keep them stimulated. Um, so many times they just don't even have the chance to just be and to be still and to be quiet. And what I've been finding in teaching in the schools and uh, with my own kids and doing some private lessons, you know, these groups, is that these kids really do enjoy the moment of just being still. Now, again, it's, it's not something that just happens right away. It takes work. They have to learn it too. Um, once they learn the science of it, they find that fascinating. Wow, really? It doesn't, okay, I can, I can talk to my body. I'm in control of my feelings, right? Um, once they learn that they are in control of their body and their feelings, 
um, it can really help them to self-regulate, learn to take responsibility, be overall more compassionate, and and to really build resiliency in themselves. Um, And I think kids and teens, they experience stress in way more different areas of their lives than maybe we ever did, you know, at that age as well. Right. Um, so with, with the meditation, just getting them to be in tune with their emotions, how their body reacts to these emotions, um, it can be so helpful for them. I use tools like a mindful jar, so it has glitter in it and it helps them to be able to calm. Um, we do use the beads. I just get them from the dollar store and we kind of use them as mala beads. Um, when you're doing a guided meditation with kids, it's very important that we just go with what their age is to the time of the meditation. So if they're five years old, you would stick with about a five-minute meditation. Um, And that's something that has to be worked up to, too, right? And if they're fidgeting, that's okay, right? Uh, Never use it as a consequence. You know, making sure that if they they are moving around, that's okay. Maybe next time they'll be able to stay stiller, right? Right. Right. Yeah, keeping it fun and something that they want to do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm also, I'm wondering um, if you would mind sharing uh, any uh, experience you've had during uh, meditations, anything that was kind of profound for you. And um, if you wouldn't mind sharing uh, how it affected your life. Oh, for sure. Um, in the beginning, I, was, I, I kind of used a lot of the guided meditations. And slowly in the past few months, I've been going to, you know, just having some music in the background and, and having to be with me. <laughs> and sometimes that heart is hard, right? Yeah, because no things doubt. come up. Um, stuff that usually we don't want to have to deal with. Um, and so uh, I remember one day I was just sitting there and, um, you know, I had the music going on in the background and I was going, you know, in and out of the meditation because sometimes you're coming out to the environment and you're going back into the, you know, into yourself. And for myself, I experience a lot of color. So when I'm, when I'm really into my zone, my zone I call it, um, I, I experience a lot of colors with my eyes closed. So, you know, maybe greens and purples. But on this particular day, I had myself just kind of asked a question to myself. And um, so I was sitting there, and as I'm in my meditation, I could just feel this reaction happening inside of my body. And inside, you know, my stomach kind of started to quiver. And soon enough, I just, I just started to cry, and it was coming, and it was coming, and it was coming. And... You know, I, I, I got goosebumps now just even thinking about it. But, mm-hmm. you know, after I just, I let it come, I was like, you know what? You just got to let it go, let it go, keep letting it come. And soon enough, I was just sitting there. And when it was time to open up my eyes or when I felt like it was, I was ready to open my eyes, um, I, I just, I felt great. And I knew that I had the answer to my question, right? That um, it was really, I knew it all along. I just had to sit with myself for a little bit to, to be able to do it to be able to realize that I knew the answer to it and no one else was going to give me that answer, right? So uh, some people, and, and some people may not experience anything. Some people say, well, no, I didn't have anything. I didn't see colors. Or, um, and other people will say, again, they've seen colors or sometimes even they've seen um, animals. That's happened to me before where, you know, I'm just meditating and all of a sudden, you know, it's, I see like an image of a butterfly or a, or a bird, right? And um, you can get many messages when, when you start to meditate as well, right? right. Absolutely, yeah. So you got to look up your, your spirit animal messages when you see those <laughs> That's guys. That's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, Leslie, 
would you be able to take us through maybe like a three-minute meditation here now? Sure, yeah. That would be lovely. Okay, perfect. All right. So I'd like you to get comfortable in your chair, your feet on the ground, relaxed. Take a deep breath. Really feel your, your feet connect to the ground. Just take a few more deep breaths, just like this. Breathing in and out and in and out. I'd like you to start focusing on your toes. Crunch them up and release. Now, relax your ankles, your calf muscles, your knees, and your thigh muscles. Remember, let any thoughts you may have float up and away just like a bubble. Now, relax your buttocks, your pelvic area, and begin to notice any tension you may have in your back. Breathe deeply in and as you breathe out, slowly release any tension you have in your back. Now your shoulders, lift them up and release them completely. Now relax your neck and jaw. Take a deep breath in, and as you breathe out, let go of any tension, any tension you felt through your neck or your back. Take a few more deep breaths and enjoy this feeling of relaxation and calm. Now, slowly bring your attention back to the room. Begin to notice the sounds around you. And when you are ready, you may open your eyes. 
Amazing. Awesome. Yeah, and, I wasn't and, and, I wasn't aware uh, of the parts of my body I was holding the tension in until you drew my awareness there. Yeah, for sure. Right, yeah. right. And that's just a short three minutes. So it is a little bit hard to kind of, you know, relax your, but that's a, that's a nice little thing you can even do while you're at work or, you know, while you're waiting for, you know, pick up a child at a sport or something where you can just sit in the car and just be aware of, the, you know, releasing that tension. Um, Absolutely. You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Leslie, we're going to uh, we're going to go to another break, and uh, coming up in the next segment, uh, everybody, we are going to do the secret word. Uh, we are going to do a reading uh, for everybody for the week. And Leslie, if you want to hang out with us for the rest of um, th- that segment, and we'll talk a little bit about your classes toward the end as well, um, that would be great. So we'll see. You, yeah, we'll see you all back here in two minutes. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sundrahealing.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Yes, welcome back. So last segment of the show now, uh, we have been talking about meditation throughout the rest of the show, and uh, that has been very, very enjoyable. We just finished a brief guided meditation as an example before yeah. the break. Yeah, she put me to sleep. And Boyd was almost <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> and so uh, what we want to do now, we're going to just do a brief reading for the week so we can all be a little bit prepared for what's coming up. Yes, and the cards uh, that we drew here through the break, uh, they definitely fit with the topic of the day. 
Um, it's talking about a lot of stress and helping. Uh, you need to work. We need to work on relieving some stress that we've been uh, carrying around. A lot of the uh, there's five planets that are in retrograde right now as well that are having a huge impact on us, and uh, especially that that Mercury one where it has an effect on all of our electronics and stuff like that. So it's telling us to just kind of step back, um, take a break. Uh, stressed you get so many things going on you need to step back and take a break and uh, uh, as Leslie was talking about meditation would be a perfect way to do this Uh, well definitely to release the stress um, but also for the focus so there's a lot of things happening at once right now Uh, I know even for Boyd and I you know the last few days we've been looking at each other like holy smokes and as the week is gearing up there's a lot going on. We really need to be successful at multitasking. And so being calm and finding a way to let go of your stress and of your worries is going to be key to doing that over the next couple days. So, you know, take some of the things that Leslie uh, has recommended for us and try them and implement them. This is a perfect time to do that. Yeah. And coming into the middle of the week, um, it's time to uh, take a little bit of enjoyment out of all your hard work. A little bit of reward, um, cherishing some time alone with yourself or with family would be a perfect thing. Going to the lake, if the weather's warm enough, or you know, spending some time out in nature, uh, just relaxing and uh, kind of de-stressing yourself there as well. Yeah, yeah, reconnecting with nature. Uh, nature is a beautiful place to experience that solitude and to have that uh, re-energization and to really feel grounded. Yeah, it looks like also if there's anything that's been going on uh, work-related, uh, some of that will actually be uh, letting go of. You'll be letting go of some of the worries and the stress there as well. Things are gonna it's gonna be a little bit of a turnaround for you. Uh, so it's a good time to focus on some some projects at work if you're trying to get uh, have things work out and be successful. You got uh, be sure not to be over analyzing um, things, which goes really back to that um, becoming focused on uh, the worries and concerns about about things. So being aware of the overanalyzing that your mind is going to want to be doing this week and just uh, finding a way to quiet your mind as, as much as possible, which again, meditation is a perfect route for that. Yeah. If you start to overanalyze things and worry about things, it's actually going to create a lot more confusion for you. Um, so it's very important again to, to, uh, Make de- make your decisions and focus on your decisions and stop looking back and worrying about what the what ifs. Yeah, there's a reason that the rear view mirror is small and the windshield's big. And that's because we're supposed to be spending more time focused on where we're going than Oh, I like where that. And where'd you get that analogy from? You know what? <laughs> I've actually heard it a few different places now, but I think the first time I heard it was from my grandfather. Uh, I'm just going to pick one more card here as an overseeing... Uh, Last bit of advice for the week. And it actually wanted us to have two. Oh, yes. Yeah, so uh, really being um, aware of how sensitive our bodies are to the energies right now and to chemicals, um, additives, processed foods, harsh items going into our body and also harsh situations and relationships. So... Be aware of that high 
um, you know, heightened sensitivity right now and be kind to ourselves this week. And that fits with the other card there as well, the indigo card. If you are indigo, um, for people who are aware of what indigos are, you are very, very sensitive to to this kind of stuff. Um, And you're also... um, what I call just fighters. You know, everything needs to be fair and equal. So it might be a little bit more of a stressful time if you're dealing with some emotions and relationships and that kind of stuff as well. All right. Now, I wanted to mention, um, while we have Leslie on here, uh, Leslie does have meditation classes scheduled in the upcoming months at Sundra Healing. Uh, Leslie, you've got an introduction to meditation, and you're doing that class on May 1st and June 12th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then on May 15th, she has the learning to meditate with your children and teens, uh, which is perfect for parents and teachers alike. And then she is uh, introduced a three-week workshop for kids. And the age groups are separated into five to eight-year-olds and nine to 12-year-olds. And that is one hour each Sunday three weeks in a row, and that is May 1st, May 8th, and 15th. So if you want to book those classes, visit our website. Uh, You can book online or you can call us, and I highly recommend checking out those classes. Um, We also have essential oils classes coming up, learning to see and feel auras, kids Reiki. Uh, We have a free Reiki share coming up. So be sure to check out the website and watch Facebook, and we always have all of those events and things posted there. Uh, secret word everybody needs to know this is what everybody's sea, been what, this is what everybody's been waiting yeah, for yeah sea lion okay sea lion that is the secret word uh, it's maybe two words but that's the phrase so sea lion is what you need to know to win that crystal Leslie thank you so very much for being here today it was a pleasure uh, yeah thank you truly yes awesome yes thank you so much for having me well, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to be taking some of your classes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a 200-hour course coming up, so I'll have more and more uh, through lifestyle as well. I'll have more um, guided meditations and different techniques too. So Awesome. Right. We look forward to it. You have a wonderful day, Leslie, and take care. Thank you so much. You guys too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And next week... Um, We will be on the topic of astrology, and we will have special guest Maggie Yanor. So tune in next week, same time, same place. We will explore that topic with Maggie, and you have been listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. Have a wonderful week, and from our hearts to yours, Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 